You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Of course, uh, snow is one of the big items in a city budget. And how can you say the budget is balanced when you're a cool $79 million short? That's what Toronto's budget people are saying, though they acknowledge this will be a tough budget year because the land transfer tax came in about $80 million below forecast. Right now, the plan is to raise property taxes by the rate of inflation, as well as TTC fares and user fees for services like garbage and water. And does raising those serve the purpose of allowing politicians to say they're holding the line on taxes? Want to hear what you have to say? 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And right now, we are going to Toronto's Budget Chief, Councillor Gary Crawford. Hello, Councillor. Hello, how are you? Fine, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Just shoveled out and got to work and... Uh been a crazy day with all that snow out there for sure. Okay, well, uh, it looks beautiful out there now, so uh, that's a good start. Uh, this is a, a tough budget year. Uh, it is. Listen, every, every year is a tough budget year when we're looking at the, the overall finances of the city. We have uh, over 13 and almost $13.5 billion a year budget that we will be just, we have just started. But yes, I mean, it's a tough budget year, primarily this year because of the underachievement of the municipal land transfer tax. We were expecting a certain amount in, but we actually got about $83 million less than what we are anticipating, which means we need to look much more carefully at all the programs, everything across the city to ensure that we can uh, balance to provide the right kind of services that everybody's expecting us to do. Uh, Yeah, so how can you say that balance isn't a problem if you are that $80 million short and you don't know where it's going to come from? So, again, it's the beginning of a process. Uh, As we look at targets, we look at assumptions. Our staff come to us, or city staff came to us yesterday with, uh, from their perspective, a balanced budget. And yes, the three components within that that we still need to resolve over the next uh, couple of well couple of weeks uh, and uh, I'll, I'll begin so 79 million dollars uh, the the largest of that is the 45 million dollars uh, for our shelters we've had to put a higher uh, cost with the refugee and asylum seekers that have been coming into the city so that is a there's a 45 million dollar if you want to call it whole, that needs to be dealt with. Um, it is our understanding that uh, the federal government will be coming to the table to hopefully, from my perspective, deal with all of that. I know the mayor was in uh, Ottawa yesterday having conversations with the prime minister. So that is, uh, again, living let, up Let to... me just interject with that. Yeah. Um, if the way that's been going is any indication, it looks like uh, the federal government might uh, put in... Uh, some of that, a bit of that, but but not all of it. Well, again, they, they at this point they have they have given us twenty six million dollars. Um, there is still forty five million dollars left. Uh, again, these are assumptions and targets that we'll be shooting for over the next number of weeks. Uh, my hope, from my perspective, is that they will do the vast majority of that. Uh, again, I haven't and if had they com- don't, like, conti- what's what's the backup plan? Well, again, on that, well, I mean, the, the, listen, there there are a number of different sort of targets and assumptions we have to make. Let me. As we move forward over the next five to six weeks at the end of the process, we may need to look at other ways that we can, you know, look at reductions. Um, 
part of the uh, $79 million is $24 million in um, uh, savings or reductions from the TTC. Now, I have uh, full confidence in the CEO, Rick Leary. I've had a conversation with him. They, find, they feel that that is achievable to find the $24 million without impacting services. The last $10 million is uh, with the city manager. Um, again, that was um, they were looking at doing a 10% reduction in middle management. Um, $600 million works out to be about $60 million. So the city manager has come to us and saying, you know, we can manage a $10 million reduction without a, a, any impact of services over the coming year. So the three of those, and understanding the refugee asylum issue is not 100%, but we're, I'm confident in my role as budget chief that we'll be able to achieve that uh, $79 million or, or very close to it. So if you're cutting middle managers, so on uh, in the one pot you're saving money, but then you have a big severance bill, do you not? Again, yes. I mean, as we go through that process, there will be looking at a certain amount of severances. But again, the city manager is in. That's why he, he's put a low cost of about $10 million to achieve this year. He'll be coming back, of course, in 2020 to look at more. But I mean, when you're looking at, there will be initial cost up front, but we also have to look at the long-term savings. Um, that will definitely benefit the city. I want to ask about these user fees, which are quite controversial because uh, many people consider them to be a regressive kind of attack. So so you say, okay, uh, property taxes will go up by the rate of, excuse me, inflation as promised. But if you have a 3% water rate increase and you're phasing out the solid waste rebate, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, you know, there's one pocket in the taxpayer, whether you pay it in property tax or user fee. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I agree with you 100% there. I mean, what our goal is, is to, you know, work at trying to keep those increases as low as possible. Um, it, ha- it was in recent years that we were actually doing 9% increases in our water rate. Uh, we were doing uh, 4 or 5 in solid waste, so we're, and it's now 3%. So we're, we're trying to continually keep the cost of living uh, and those, um, uh, I guess, services as low as possible uh, across the board. Um, listen, there are some of my colleagues that would be raising property taxes 3 4 5% or more if they wanted to, but uh, the mayor and I are continuing just trying to keep everything as affordable as possible. Well, I mean, that's one of the big issues in the city is simply that it's not affordable. Oh, listen, I agree. And, and, you know, when you're looking at the cost of living in the city, absolutely right. Uh, I do know one of the biggest components of uh, people who own homes is ensuring that we try to keep uh, property taxes as low as possible. And, you know, in the end, that, that keeps people in their homes. Uh, understanding that there are always challenges and still challenges with people who are living on fixed incomes. We understand that. But we have, you know, the mayor and I have been attempting to keep property taxes as low as possible, trying to keep people in their homes and understanding it's a challenge. I mean, living in the city is not easy, especially whether you're senior or younger. But from our in the city perspective, it's trying to keep things as low as possible and affordable for the residents. Can you give us a hint, um, you know, assuming that you can't get all those savings, that you, do, you get less money than you anticipate from the federal government, and uh, you can't make up all the rest of it with, with some middle management layoffs, uh, you know, can you give us an idea about where that money might come from? Well, first of all, there we will, as we have done in this budget, there will be no service cuts. So that will be the last thing that we'll be looking at trying to find uh, other um, other monies coming in. Uh, we're looking at, uh, as one example, the uh, municipal land transfer tax. Now we what we follow that weekly, monthly. Um, 
possibly by the end of this uh, budget season um, if the MLT Act, MLTT is actually doing a little bit better. That may free up a little bit of money. Um, we're looking at our, our, our what's called our, our property assessment. So those are the people who, new people who move into the city that increase our tax rolls. Uh, we will get a final number closer to the end of the budget process. And a lot of times that frees up sometimes one, two, three, or four million dollars. So there's still a bit of, again, understanding it is a process. There's still a little bit of, if we call wiggle room to look at some items that may come up that we weren't anticipating. And understanding when you're doing a budget, we, are, we always put in targets, you always put in assumptions. Um, and a lot of the times they're not hard figures, but we do have to have that flexibility to at least uh, move them around. And at the end of the day, it's about ensuring that we don't uh, cut any services. Well, okay. And here's, here's a question. Uh, when uh, Doug Ford made the changes to the municipal wards. He said it would save $25 million. I know that to make up for just to provide service, extra staff has been hired. Do you have any indication of whether that will save any money? And if so, how much? So on that, uh, Amy Englison, um, you know, the, the, the Premier did mention the $25 million number. I didn't feel myself that that was a realistic number. Where I actually see the savings on, on the changes that took place in reductions of the uh, councillors is actually on the city side when we're looking at the bureaucracy, when we're looking at senior staff at a city council meeting who, if we can cut one city council meeting out uh, a month, we have one coming up uh, tomorrow starting, so one council meeting a, a month over a year uh, saves over a million dollars of senior staff not having to be in that particular room during council. So there are a number of... And, and Sorry, I'm, I'm not following. Don't you have to pay them whatever room they happen to be in? You, you do, but then they're also having the, the ability to be in their divisions dealing with a lot of the issues that they normally have to deal with. And understanding we had 44, almost 47 councillors. We're now down to 25. So even the interactions that staff and senior staff have to do uh, with councillors on a daily, weekly basis are, have been reduced. And there will be a finite cost to that. Uh, the city manager will be reporting that, reporting out over over the next year. So there are a lot of different savings that will materialize. And some um, understanding, yes, it'll be dollar values, but I also look at savings in time where you can have staff dealing in the divisions that they come from on the important issues that they need to deal with. So, well, that's also a savings from my perspective. Okay. Uh, I just want to uh, take a call from Marion in Etobicoke because she has a question. Hi, Marion. Hi there. Um, if a 50-foot lot with one house on it generates X number of dollars in property tax, and you have a condo on the same size lot, but 50 times more people in it paying taxes, why are we short of money? Uh, again, when you say short of money, we, we are balanced right now with our budget. I mean, we aren't necessarily short of money. Uh, well, then why is everything going up? Why aren't we even, Keel? When well, you well, have so much more coming in from condo taxes. I understand. Okay, yeah, no. Marion, let's let him answer. Yeah. Thanks, thanks okay. for your call. No, I, thank you, Marion. I appreciate that. Um, when you're looking at the, the taxes that come in to this city, we need to look at providing the kinds of services that the residents of the city expect. Uh, and it's a, listen, uh, we have over last year, there's been about 1.9% increase in, in providing the kind of services that we need. And a lot of that is, is really cost of living, uh, which generally goes up year by year. So we try to maintain 
maintain um, in all city services the costs that generally go up uh, year over year, week over week, to around the cost of living, and that's what we have achieved. So we, even with the costs going up, we're trying to achieve uh, a number as low as possible. Okay. Um, right. Um, hope that answers the question. Uh, Councillor Gary Crawford, thanks so much for being with us. I'm sure we'll talk about this again. Thank you very much. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. 